Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Sidebar with Cindy. On Kaya FM 95.9. The time is one minute past seven. It's Monday, the 24th of June, 2019. And you're listening to KFM 95.9, home of the Afropolitan. Daddy John will be back tomorrow evening for another great show. If you missed our previous shows, you can visit kfm.co.za and listen to podcasts at FM Rewind. If you're not in Gauteng, you can catch us on the DSTV audio bouquet, channel 861. Or you can visit kfm.co.za and listen live. Medical issues, sex and family, finance, parenting and emotional development. Sidebar with Cindy. Cindy. Every Monday to Thursday, 7 to 8 p.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. 95.9, home of the Afropolitan Kaya FM. Welcome to Sidebar Cindy with me, um, Dr. Cindy Siwe Fansale. We have another great week um, ahead of us. Quite cold this week, but yeah, we're surviving. So tonight's show, we're looking at... um, unexpected places where people met and and fell in love um so some people meet at funerals some people meet um at shopping centers some people meet in car parks some people meet at gym so how do you where did you meet your love in a in a a strange place not a conventional place in a strange place and um when you when you did look at each other and figure out okay this one i want or this one i like how did you navigate in that awkward space i mean how do you exchange numbers at a funeral so that's the kind of stuff that we'll be talking about tonight has this ever happened to you where did you meet your partner you can call us on 086 00959 you can sms on 36959 but before i take your calls i'd like to welcome uh, my guest i have uh, a telephonic guest um caesar matebula who is a marriage um, and life coach. And he has a project called Marriage Excellence, which is established in 2013. The project was created to um, restore families by focusing on every component that um, institutes a successful marriage between a, um, a husband and a wife. So he'll be telling us a bit about his project. And then, of course, we'll be talking about, you know, do you believe in love at first sight and and, and how people meet. So thank you so much for joining us, um, Cesar Matebula, and welcome to Sidebar Cindy. Hey Cindy, how are you, man? I'm fine, thank you. So tell good, me, good. do you yeah? So do you believe in love at first sight? What, what a what a challenging question to ask. Um, um, I I do, hey, but uh, after 15 years of marriage, um, I've got something to say about that. Okay. Yeah. So I I, I really do. I think that um, it, it is fair for uh, when boy meets girl. I, I think it is fair for one to be impressed or be attracted to we created that way yes. so that's that's okay but it does not end there because we don't necessarily marry the breasts or marry the bombs or whatever we see we are marrying the tenant inside that exit many times after marriage as you met somebody at the gym wherever you've met them yeah you've you've seen the features that really caught you or you got attracted to how they carried themselves there was just something that caught you but that's basically i really categorize that as personality mm. but you you now have to start after i do now you end up stuck with a character and that's where you know things change a little bit but i think it 
it's fair to say that when boy meets girl, there needs to be specs that would, you know, attract you to say, hey, I think I would like to, uh, you know, say hi to that person or spend time with that person. Yeah. But there are many things that uh, play a role in finally saying, yes, okay, this is the person. Okay. And then are, yeah. there, are there like specific places where, um, you know, people are more likely to meet, you know, like partners? I mean, I, I believe that you can meet someone anywhere, you know. So, I mean, some people say, no, if you're looking for a husband, if you're looking for a wife, yes, on any. that's where you'll find, you know, good people. <laughs> or, you know, if you're looking for, a, if you're looking for a rich, a, a rich partner to be, go to the polo <laughs> and things like that. What do you think sure. about that, Ziza? Sure. Look, um, human beings, we are very interesting uh, creatures, if I can put it that way. You actually would not tell when it's going to happen. Mm. You, you, you don't actually don't, you, you, you can't really tell. You might be taking pay, minding your own business, and this lady here just says, Can I please pay quickly? You know, I just have one item. And right there, it's enough. You know, you might be driving by the road, somebody's stuck by the road, and you just feel, Let me just help. And there it goes. You might be in a very, very awkward position somewhere, government institution, you are in a queue, you're upset, and this lady walk in, and you just feel, Let me just let her sit down. So, any place, any time it can take place mm. so uh, yeah I, w- I would say you know i wish i could give a recipe or a strategy there's no strategy for this love is, is is something divine and when it takes place it's it's amazing it can happen anytime mm. even in the most awkward places i know of situations where uh, people were hijacked or people were hostaged yeah. and one of the hostages individuals started to fall in love with the, one of the hostages you know started to mm. fall in love and think they suddenly they are protective. No, you can't touch her. You can't touch that mm. one. Oh, what's going on now, man? Now suddenly you care. But this thing is a mystery, you know? I know we call it falling in love, but I think it's bigger than that. We just need to go beyond what we can see. Yeah, it's I true. Think, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's just fall. We don't fall in love. I'll explain something as we go. But uh, I think it's a very, very uh, powerful phenomenon. Okay, well, we're taking your calls on 86 959 You can SMS us on 36959. The hashtag on, on Twitter is Sidebar Cindy and the other hashtag is Kaya FM Talk and we are talking about identifying love in awkward spaces you know did you meet someone at a funeral did you meet you know you had a little accident in the car park as Ndati John said and you looked up and there was the love of your life let us know by calling us on 86 and we have a guest um, Cesar Matebula he's a marriage and life um, coach and he's chatting to us about, about his project he'll be chatting to us about his project Marriage Excellence and also of course going through all these questions um, surrounding tonight's topic so just coming back to your to the project that you do, um, um, Cesar Matebula. Tell us a bit about it and and um, how long it's been going on and and what you know what has come out of it so far. That's right. Thank you so much for the opportunity, Cindy. Um, Marriage Excellence was birthed in 2013, but it was not an intended thing. We we didn't just go out, uh, you know, to say let us start something and see how it works. No, we we basically it basically how can I uh, put this? It basically spiraled out of our day to day activities between my wife and I. We just ended up with a situation where you know couples in our circles would, I, I guess, find us very, very adult, mature, and easy to talk to. And they will share certain things with us. And one thing led to another, to a point where I was asked in the church that I was part of to be, to sign up for being, uh, to becoming a marriage officer. So I did all the assessments, etc. Then I started to conduct weddings, etc. And suddenly the numbers increased. And now we thought maybe it would be wise to formalize this thing so that those other people were saying, 
uh, you know, you, you can't we can't just invite you as a guest speaker and you just say uh, we want to be introduced and you are just Caesar. Caesar from where? You know. Mm. So we just thought that let's formalize this thing for those who want a container, so that when we stand before people, there's credibility. Um, so marriage excellence was born not with an intention to build something. It was born. It was a response to the need that was present, and that in its own, it really exposed my wife and I to a countless number of couples with different situations. And I must say that that begins to fill your toolbox with a lot of tools that you can find at CNA or buy a book and just find them. Mm. So we, we started to grow in our skill and our wisdom and understanding. But some of the things that we're learning with the couples, we're basically using them for our own lives. As time went on, it just became something serious. Now we are running retreats. Now we are running Saturday marriage classes. I mean, it, 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 it's just like uh, now are we having a job here? But it's, it's a blessing because you have an opportunity to really serve and to bring out tools or bring in tools that transform people's lives. We are sitting in a very, very challenging generation right now. Statistic-wise, marriages are, I don't, I don't even I don't know what to say. Marriages, people don't stay anymore. People don't know how to be, to love each other, to live with each other. So I believe that we need a vehicle. Actually, my goal is to create a Build a college, a marriage college, oh, where okay. couples don't hit the altar without them going through a marriage course. So we have a 12 week course. We never marry anybody until they go to this 12 week course, but we're going to extend it because you cannot go to varsity and get a seven year degree and get a good career, get a lot of money, and yet where your life is based, you basically spend two sessions, premarital counseling, and then get married for lifetime, no wonder we are messing up so much because we spend so much money on our careers so that we can get this money, this career, these nice cars, and buy these beautiful houses, but we live in these houses and we are basically dysfunctional on the inside of these houses because we don't put the same energy and the same time in the, in the same, in the marriage that actually sustains everything. So I, I just found that, uh, you know, to be in the, the need that we got to uh, provide some such a, a, a service, if I can put it that way, mm. and make sure that anyone walks down the aisle, they are so clued up, they are so clear. I'm not saying we are trying to perfect the walking down the aisle. There's still much to learn. But at least let us set up some foundation. Can we just please just, you know, just lay a good foundation so that we are not surprised that somebody has got four kids they didn't disclose. Somebody has got HIV they didn't disclose. Now they are married. Yes, we met at the gym. It was nice. Then you had a nice figure. I saw your thighs were beautiful. You look strong. But you're HIV and you didn't tell me. You're, you've got cancer issues and you didn't tell me. Mm. Now we've got medical aid bills that are flying sky high because you didn't reveal yourself to me. So we, we really run sessions. We really ask difficult questions to a point where we ask, who was there before your current mate? You found okay, well, that'll be, Yeah, that'll be very interesting. That'll be very interesting. Yeah, like that marriage man. college. But back to the so back to the, yeah. But coming back to the topic that we're discussing tonight about meeting people in awkward places. I mean, I know of a couple that told me where they met, but they were so embarrassed about the story that they've actually got their another story, which they they that's for the public. So they've got a story that they share with their close friends and family, and there's a story that they share with everyone else. So I mean, what would you consider an embarrassing place? To 
have met someone because I mean I just feel like love it doesn't matter where you are funeral bathroom if you've met you've met the person that you love you've met the person that you love but they just feel I know and people mustn't know that they met at this specific place so have you ever come across such stories um, people may I usually ask where did you guys meet etc there's different places where people meet including during a, 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 a funeral um, they call it night vision where people are coming to just to do that they come to comfort the family there's not there's no room there to to be spotting anything people are crying for heaven's sake but <laughs> this this love thing man it's amazing once a person is right in tears they just turn and just ask you for tissue or you just feel sorry and you just pass them a tissue and suddenly there it is you know and uh, after that is thank you so much for the tissue uh, uh, thank you so much for being considerate. What's your name? And before you know, uh, we are going on a date, you know, because you've been kind to me. But it was an environment where we didn't expect love to blossom. So love is strange. Even prison waters, who would basically be in a situation where they are in, in, a, in an environment that is not even allowing, even teachers, not yeah. allowing such things to take place. But... You know, lo and behold, you know, you, you, you are really attracted to this person and others have to hold back because obviously they're going to lose their jobs. Mm. But love is such an unprecedented thing that I, I want to say thing, but it's not a thing. Love is a person, you know. Um, I, I, I'm glad when it takes place wherever it wants to take place because it defies uh, the, the, the paradigms that we have that only the rich must marry the rich. No, that's not the case. Mm. Sometimes you find somebody who's so wealthy but is married to a very questionable spouse and you're thinking, I mean, didn't, I mean, come on now. I mean, you could have married in your league, but people see specific things in other people that others don't see. Some, they just see that limp. Some, they just like that gap. Some, they just like the star that others are thinking mm-hmm. looks like a dark. And I'm, I'm, others, I definitely don't believe in leagues. I don't, I don't believe that there's a person that's out of your league or there's a person that's beneath you. I mean, I once heard someone saying that they were accused of like they always, they always date beneath them. <laughs> sure, and sure. I was like, what? There's no such thing. I mean, if you meet someone and and you love them then or you like them, then you're attracted to them. But I mean, I, I don't think attraction decides a good oh, okay, what LSM are you in? What tax bracket are you in? That's right. You know? I mean, unless right. you're being intentional about it. And yes, there are people who are intentional about they such are, things. Unfortunately, you know? they are. They have a list. They are looking for specs. Yeah. And that's okay. And, that's okay. And yes, yes. And you can't shift them. They are yeah. stubborn about these specs. Actually, you find that these specs cost them a, a longer single life that is unnecessary. For 10 years, a person is not getting married. Why? Because the expectations are really, actually, a bit ridiculous. Mm-hmm. They are looking for uh, something that does not exist. And uh, lo and behold, they stay longer and they get to the point where they're so frustrated. And now they just wobble off and take anything without even scanning what they are taking. But uh, as people, I do know that love can happen anytime. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's good like that. It's good like mm-hmm. that. Especially, I like it when it happens where the parents of, you know, household A, they are high class, top class people, they are into education and etc. And the lady falls in love with a tick and pay guy. No metric, no nothing. It's just a decent guy, but it has no financial backing. It comes from a shack, but love comes. Uh, well, that was me. Uh, Mina, I was basically <laughs> from the dust. My wife was from Model C. Model C, very, I mean, top-notch family. Uh, we're 
totally from different worlds. And one of the challenges I've experienced is that we're going through the whole attraction, courtship, etc. I realized that it was a challenge for some of the members to really embrace me because I didn't come with a nice vehicle. Yeah. I didn't have the degrees. I didn't even have the look or the, the, the walk or the talk. But there were some things about me that my wife could not resist. And that's what she was looking for. She actually even forgot about the things that generally parents would say, my daughter, do not even think about it. If mm-hmm. it doesn't have A, B, C, D, don't even consider it. We don't care what the story is. Share those feelings we will see in the future. So it does happen. And I'm glad that um, I met my wife and we defied all the odds. We are still together. Life has changed. I'm no more broke like I used to be. <laughs> the, 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 guy, the, the, the guy that was questionable 15 years back is now, my life is starting to demand explanation now, which I like. That's how God works. Well, so it's, it's a journey. It's, I mean, look, I think we're all on a journey. What you were 15 years ago, if you're still the same that person that you were, then there's a problem. I mean, we're all evolving and then things generally get better. Definitely. So before we take a call from Tepo, we'll read a, I'll read a tweet from Muloko. Muloko says um, she met her love when we were both traveling to town using a bus. It's a very popular bus in my village. Everybody uses it and it's cheap. It was full so both of us were standing and that's how she met the love of her life. But we're taking a call from Tepo. Tepo's calling us from Johannesburg. Hi Tepo, thanks for holding and welcome to Sidebar Cindy. Hi, good evening everyone. Uh, how are you? Good, thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually awesome things. Well, so what happened is that it was me and my first lady, like we've, well, initially, like, initially, like, uh, we were first, like, a part of, like, this WhatsApp group. So, like, it was a study group from UNISA, like, for financial accounting. And, well, I, I happened to be, like, a genius there. So, you know, like, like, so what happened is that now she would now start asking me questions privately, like asking, hey, Tepo, you know, uh, please help me with this question, et cetera, et cetera. You understand? Mm-hmm. And then, like, we started to click there. You know, sometimes now the conversation shift now from the, you know, like, from the norm of, like, like, like discussing the, like, the, like, the external purposes, like, like, right to, you know, getting to know the person, etc. And I got to see that, well, actually, like, this person, like, we connect so much, but now I've never even seen this person before. You understand? Yeah. And then, so, like, it happened that one time, like, uh, we met... So I was assisting her, like, with uh, our assignment too, you understand? Mm. Because like, she was way behind like, with her work. So, well, you know, first day we meet, and yeah, we just could, you know. And believe me, the first time when I saw her, oh, my God, she, she like, literally melted my heart so much. <laughs> and when she, when, when she opened, you know, like, yeah, like, when she opened her mouth, you know, like, oh, you know, she just, you know, like, you know, made me just follow like, on my knees, and I, I I had to ask her to like to sing for me. To what? Yeah, you had to you had to ask yeah. her to do what? I had to ask her to sing for me. I oh said, my you know what? word! Very, believe me, the the bravery I had on that day, like it was on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, while she was shy, like definitely she was definitely shy, but you know, she eventually sang for me, and I just fell in love. I was like, Father, you know what? I think you sent me my wife. So yeah. And then second day, what happened, like, we met again because of now we couldn't finish. You know, some, like, we were supposed to finish that summer, but now we just started to click on a very personal level, you know. Second day, we meet, you know, uh, we, we were supposed to study there, like, we started training. So there was nowhere, like, we could uh, work because of, you, like, we met at, at the park, you see. So, like, uh, so like, what happened is that now, which she always, like, reminds me of, is that... That day. 
when I started training, ne, yeah, I started training, but I held her hand so that we can run at the same pace. That is and so she was cute, like, wow, people. you know, you are such a gentleman. It shows that you would never leave me behind. And well, what happened is that like, we ran to the shelter and then there was this small boy and they were busy making noise and stuff. And I had to quiet them because if I wanted to listen to this voice of my queen. And from that day, you know, she said a poem to me, a love poem. I, everything I just said to them. Just, yeah. So, yeah, no, you're yeah, definitely, you are definitely in Maraton Fontaine. That is so cute. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that, Sepo. Okay, we'll be back after this break on 95.9. Call us now, 086-00-00-959. Sidebar with Cindy on the home of the Afropolitan. Call us now, 086-00-00-959. KFM, home of the Afropolitan. That is a very cute clip from um, the online channel called Brides, where they ask couples who've been married for between zero and 65 years, where they met and how they fell in love. And um, oh, that is so cute. Very, very romantic. Anyway, if you've just joined us, you're listening to KFM 95.9 um, with me, Dr. Cindy Fansale. And um, you're listening to Sidebar Cindy. And this evening, we're tra- tra- talking about, um, you know, where did you meet the love of your life? Where did you meet your soulmate? Especially if it wasn't in a conventional place. Like, you know, maybe you bumped each other at a funeral or you met in a parking lot. That's what we want to hear from you. You can call us on 86 959 You can SMS us on 36959. The hashtag is Cindy, and the other hashtag is KFM Talk. And I'm joined by Cesar Matebula. He's a marriage and life coach, and he runs an organization called uh, Marriage Excellence. Um, and we've been chatting about love and meeting people and love at first sight and such. But before we go back to Cesar, I have a call from Muteboho calling us from Johannesburg. Um, good evening, Muteboho, and welcome to Sidebar, Cindy. Good evening, Cindy. How are you? Fine, thank you. Good, good. Uh, my story is a bit short, but I actually think it's interesting now that I think about it. Okay. Um, okay, so I, I re- me and my partner have a mutual friend. Okay, so I went to visit this friend because she just had a baby. Mm. And my girlfriend was the flatmate at that time. Okay. And then I fancied her on that day, but then that was, was the last time I saw her. And I never really took it further than that because I was scared to ask my friend for her number and so forth, right? And it turns out we were both single at the time, and we met through Tinder. Oh. So, yeah, a few weeks after actually seeing her for the first time, I just swiped left, or is it right, right, on Tinder, but I didn't know it was her. And after a few messages, she's like, hey, Eva, do you know who this is? I'm like, no, but it sounds like you do know me. And she said, no, we met in so-and-so's flat. Remember you came to see the baby? And yeah, from there, what now, six, seven months of dating. Wow, so yeah. just been to be. Yes, but I'm also embarrassed to tell people how we met. So I always just say we met. <laughs> so, you and, got a, so what's uh, your remix What's your remix story? <laughs> we met at a mall or we met at a friend's house. <laughs> we, we met at a friend's flat and that's where it ends. She says she's comfortable with telling people we met on Tinder, but mm. it's, you know. Well, you know what? In this, um, I must tell you, in this day and age of social media and online dating, I don't think there's anything wrong with people sharing that they met on Tinder or Grindr or whatever. I mean, people meet on Twitter. Um, you know, no, that is true. People, yes. people, people meet in different places. So, um, but it, but obviously you have to be comfortable sharing the story, and I completely understand. But thank you so much for sharing that, um, Deboho. No problem. Thanks for a good show, hey. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, back to that. Back to my guest, um, Mr. Cesar Matebula, who's a marriage and life coach. Um, so in your in your 
just just briefly in your in the sessions that you run do you guys ever discuss the online dating i mean that's a new thing for for our generation people meeting online um yeah um, I actually just wrote uh, um, dating sites right now. Uh, now that you're talking about it, which is very cool uh, that you say. Um, I I personally don't subscribe to uh, dating sites. I wouldn't necessarily encourage people to try and hook up from dating sites, even though there are there are there are there are people who have come together or met uh, from a dating site, and they seem to have. Uh, to be doing very well. They have an authentic relationship, etc. Now, from 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 my belief system as a Christian, yeah. I, I believe in a different route that uh, you just don't, certain things, you just don't walk in somebody's house and just see a bowl of fruit and just start picking without asking. There's got to be somebody who can permit you to take a fruit because that those fruits don't belong to you. They belong to whoever the person is. So for me, relationships or, you know, meeting the right person it's like that and so i believe that you don't just you know go and google for your wife or google or you know it, it's deeper than that um i would say i mean i can't tell people what to do but i would mm-hmm. say that uh, there is a process that the divine creator has put in place that when the time for you to meet your spouse not your girlfriend not your your, your sex machine or your lover or whatever when it's time for you to enter uh, the marriage institution he will get involved in your business he will set you up he will make sure that everything is aligned and you won't hit a booby trap so with god there are no mistakes you don't just you know mini money more let's see if i can get the best one no he will set you up nicely there will be options obviously god is not a if you don't meet this one and they die before you meet them so you're going to be single for the rest of your life god gets involved in how he sets it up nicely and you can be able to meet the right person who has been designedly divinely set up for you even though you might have met many because when i met my wife she was around many hot Beautiful, I mean, drop dead, but she just, there was just something about it that separated her from everyone else. I just couldn't click with others. I just clicked with her. So... So you met, so you that. met the one. Okay. Well, that's that's that, that's interesting. We'll come back to you um, just now. But we're taking a call from um, Khoiti, who's on the road. Um, hi, Khoiti. Welcome to the show, and, and thank you for, for calling. Hey, Cindy. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. I'm good. I'm good. So where did you meet your one? <laughs> so I was still in varsity and um, he actually had bunk work that day. So he was also in the same um, varsity that I was in. He was doing his master's there and I was still doing my undergrad. And I used to walk, like the rest was not so far from school. So I would, like, I would walk. So he told his manager that day that he was going to site. And, um, okay, I was, as I was getting ready for school and whatever, I was wearing a sweater. So his birthday is on the 23rd of uh, May. And when I was wearing a sweater, my sweater was written 23. And he says, that's how he knew that I was the one. So he stopped for me and he walked me all the way to school. So he parked on the other side and we walked all the way to school. Generally, I'm a very cute, mean, like that guy was saying. Um, but I was not mean at all that day. I gave him my number. 
And six years later, we have a beautiful, bouncing three-year-old girl, and we are getting married. Oh, that is so cute, Donna. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Thank you. We have Ulebu calling us from Johannesburg. Good evening, Lebu, and welcome to Sidebar, Cindy. How are you, Cindy? I'm fine, thank you. Where did you meet your love? Um, we actually met on Facebook. Yes. Seven years ago. And uh, since then, he always said, how are you, my wife? And I never entertained him until we decided to meet in December last year on the 29th. Mm-hmm. And we've been together for six months now. What well, Sabi when you, when you arranged the meeting? Um, I arranged to meet him at home because um, he knew everything about me because he knew every time when I was traveling, he would like my pictures talk to me on Facebook and he had my numbers. He would call me uh, and ask me how am I doing all the time and almost every year we'll speak like once or twice and yeah. Well, well that sounds like it's going to work out. Yes, definitely. He asked me to marry him and he's planning to do that next year, April. Oh, that's wonderful. No, that that's a very nice story. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Thank you. We have um, Ule Rato calling us from Alberton. Hey, Dr. Cindy. Hi, Ule Rato. Thank you for calling. Um, good, good. I'm good. Good, good. So I made my partner at actually a traffic light. So literally I was driving, remember it was Christmas Eve, and I was driving to my grandmother's house. And yeah, like he spotted me, like the, uh, the, the traffic light was red and like he literally started blowing me kisses and then the traffic light went green, the next one red again. And then like, he was like winking and everything. And, you know, he got me to laugh and the next, so then it went green. Then the next, um, you know, traffic light was red again. It was like, Mm. all of them were red. And like, yeah, and then he just wanted my number and then I started signaling the, the numbers. <laughs> um, it went green. So like the traffic light went green and then like he literally followed me until I stopped at a um, traffic light mm-hmm. at, um, at, at a garage. And yeah, and then I gave him my number and then he called and then yeah, the rest, as they say. <laughs> so tell me, I'm going to ask you a very, um, a very fickle question. Um yes. Did his car have anything to do with it? Because I, I t- it didn't. Actually. <laughs> oh, okay, it okay. really didn't. I had, had to ask. I had driving, to ask. No, he was driving a Ford Fiesta, and it was like literally nothing about his car. It was just like the vibe, the smile, oh. and like he was like very like determined to get my number. So I was like, ah, oh, let me just give this guy a chance. So are you going to tell the story at your wedding? Uh, well. <laughs> I think every time I tell this story, people are just like, wow. Because, I mean, he was like totally not my type or the type that I thought I, I, I wanted. Yeah. But he was like completely different. But his smile sold it for me. And it, I, I grew to love him very, very quickly. And like, yeah, yeah it's just been and, like and I think, and that, I think that's the beauty of love. I mean, I I, yes. I don't think I'd have married an African man. I, mm. That was not my plan in life. I was going to marry a BE engineer. But here exactly. I am 15 years later. So love always hits you sideways, you know, when yes. you least expect it. <laughs> but, yes. Yeah, no, but thank you so much for sharing that, Lerato. All right. You're welcome, Dr. Cindy. So we have Umpo calling us from Fosleras. Umpo, welcome to Sidebar Cindy. Dr. Cindy, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. I'm doing good. Uh, I'd like to agree with, your, uh, I think, your guest on yeah, the phone yeah, who Mr. spoke C- about God. Yes, Mr. Cesar Matebula. Mr. Cesar Matebula. And the reason is, when I met, I met my wife after uh, 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 
a separation. And I started praying out of the blue for about six months. Mm. We went to work. And I was working at the, at the bank. So there was a big event. And I was with my cousin who was very, very drunk that time. And mm-hmm. I looked at this beautiful lady and I said to my cousin, Yamata, oh. And my cousin went like, no, my brother, but they've got you a doctor. So someone brought me a doctor, a lady who was a doctor sitting with us. So I was supposed to date a doctor in the same event, the same day. So I said, no, I don't want the doctor anymore. I want that one. Mm, and he's mm, like, mm. no, 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 no. Stop it, my brother. You've got a doctor sitting. You can't take this one. And and I, I think the rest is history because I went to the lady. I said to her, well, now uh, my assistants and God chose you for me. Just Today imagine. beautiful kids. Um, we were married when we were getting married because I kept praying for, for the same relationship. We were sponsored with almost uh, 100,000 for our wedding. Wow. It was on TV. Like, wow. like what, what your guest said there, when you pray, some, some magical things happen. Imagine, I was supposed to date the doctor. Maybe she was supposed to be my, my wife. Today, I got married to somebody that I never thought I would marry because I, I, I didn't like multiracial school girls. They spoke too much English for me. I'm a gangster guy. I'm married to one who went to white school from grade one up until, I don't know, university. So, so, so I think God makes his uh, mysterious ways and he works in the relationship. No, that is so, very yeah. true. No, I thank you so much for sharing that romantic story in both. That's so sweet. You're Okay, so we'll be taking a break. We'll be taking more calls. Luanda Kanyiswa, I see you. We'll be taking your calls after this break on KFM 95.9. Because a conversation a day is exactly what the doctor ordered. Sidebar with Cindy. Every Monday to Thursday from 7 to 8 p.m. on KFM 95.9. Well, coming back to Sidebar with Cindy, we're still discussing um, relationships and did you meet your love, the love of your life in an awkward space? You can call us on 86 You can SMS us on 36959. I also have a guest online, oh, Mr. Cesar Matebula, who runs, who's a marriage and life coach and runs an organization called Marriage Excellence. So coming back to Luyanda, who's calling us from Johannesburg. Luyanda, thank you for calling. And where did you meet the love of your life? Hi, Cindy. Uh, Dr. Cindy. Um, we met at church, funny uh, enough. We're still nine years old. Um, and we literally had, you know, that puppy love. We would date and break up the weekend after. <laughs> we met you in Easter's. <laughs> and when literally we became best friends after that, mm. um, I would tell her about my girlfriend. She would advise me properly on what to do with the situation. She'd tell me about her boyfriends and issues that she'd have. I'd tell them that these guys are messed up. Uh, she wouldn't even, she shouldn't even be with him. 23, um, we decided to date like proper when we're now old and official. Yeah. Um, three years after that, we get married. Now we're the Meshama cool. Oh, that is so cute. But you know, when you guys used to share information, well, share advice about each other's boyfriends and girlfriends, when she was telling you about her, her, her the boyfriend at the time, didn't your hearts have little like pains? Like, didn't you feel jealous or anything? It did. I think it's not, it, it, it was. Hence, uh, I think I would always brush them off and uh, make fun of them and stuff like that. I somewhat always knew and I always told her that, you know, I, I feel like she'll, she'll forever be uh, my wife. For instance, she posted a message that back then we used to be on social media on WhatsApp, on, on Nixon, yeah. saying that uh, my, my babies, I'm going to be a soccer mom for my babies and I'm going to make them cakes and all of that. And I'd say to her, yo, my, my kids are going to be so, 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 so lucky. Oh, you know, cute. I just joke around. It was always like, 
she always been like that person that I had in mind. But you know what? One day, I'd want to make her a wife. That is so cute. No, thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us, Leander, and all the best for the future. Thank you so much. Well, Kanyiswa is also calling us from Johannesburg. Um, good evening, Kanyiswa. Hi, Hi. Where did you meet your person? Kanyisa. Okay, sorry about that. Kanyisa, welcome to the show. Yeah, I don't know if we met in an awkward place or whatever, but we met when we were 16. On yes. Mixit. Remember the app Mixit? Yes, yes. The, uh, yeah, I, I never use it, but I do remember Mixit. <laughs> we met there. We were 16. We had our ons and offs. We'd have that online thingy, in love thingy. We'd break up, and there'd be the sad emotion, uh, status thingy. It was more than all right. And then today... We are about 26, but in 2009, and we are getting married in December. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so, in, so in total, you've been together for 10 years? Yes. Okay. 2009, Okay. So now, when, when, when you guys meet people, do you tell them how you met? Um, like, did you tell your parents how you met? No, like, they never understand. We just, we just met. I don't even know we met that long ago. They just think it's a new thing, new love, and... Oh. Okay, so you guys, your, your young love is so cute and what a mess you have been though, but it's fine. I've never, we have never told anyone how we met actually. Oh, okay. Okay, so you're going to make up a little story that, because that, I mean, people love knowing how people meet. So you're going to have a little story that you guys share. Well, I have a remix that will share. <laughs> okay. Like not in touch or something like that. Okay, great. So about all the best for your wedding. Thank you. Thank you, Kanisa, and thanks for calling. Bye. So back to our guest, um, Mr. Siza Matebula, who's a marriage and life coach. Um, Mr. Matebula, interesting, interesting calls we got there. A lot of people meeting on social media. Come again? I said interesting calls we got with a lot of people meeting on social media. Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, the times have changed. So we don't have letters anymore, telegrams. So things are now instant. Um, we, we should expect. Uh, everybody's living on their cell phones right now. So it's, it's a culture. It's, it's, a, it's a new generation. Though it needs to be monitored because you don't want to end up, you know, uh, falling in love with, a, you know, a pedophilia or somebody who's going to be, you know, uh, doing something uh, to you later on in marriage. You don't want that. Mm. So we, we got to make sure that, yes, Media, uh, in, uh, internet, is all these things are here, but marriage doesn't change. Respect doesn't change. Affection doesn't change. We still need to make sure that that is facilitated very well. Mm-hmm. We mustn't allow to be swept by emotions and nice, you know, uh, emoticons. And, because everybody's strict uh, when they're trying to. So this is how the ego works. Many people are driven by ego, but they just don't know. Uh, it actually, like a peacock, it spreads all its nice wings, uh, its nice uh, uh, feathers to attract the potential uh, spouse, the one who's going to make me happy. And wh- once it catches you, it, it, it obviously it got you, but it, it, in a matter of time, it realizes that we are actually not exactly what it was looking for. What, is it, what does it do when it finds out that you don't have all the specs? It loses interest immediately and starts to look somewhere else. That's where cheating comes in. So it is, it is good that we should allow people, or we can't even allow them, they will fall in love anyway, but we must uh, at least let people go to uh, you know, counseling. They, they mustn't wait until it's six months, they've already done this and that, they've already had each other. Was it still fresh? Let them submit it to a, a, a couple that is doing very well to just oversee this whole thing. Because there are other things that we overlook 
and we don't see. When we are in love, you're blind. I mean, you're emotionally totally out of shape. Yeah, you can't eat, you can't think, you can't sleep, you can't do anything. No, man. <laughs> you, you don't think about at time. You stay on the phone until it goes do 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 on you. I mean, <laughs> it, it's, it's like the world revolves around this situation. Actually, others, they, they, they fall in love thinking that they're falling in love or looking for what they call a soulmate. And that has been a myth and a trap that has really destroyed many people's expectations because soulmates are not born. Soulmates are made through each and every day challenges and difficulties. After 15 years, that's where you're going to meet your, your, your soulmate. Or after a number of years, you don't just walk down the aisle with your soulmate. I know many people believe that there's such a thing and they're looking for, but uh, I, I would just like to put it out there that if you are looking for your soulmate, maybe we need to talk because there's no such a thing. You're going to have to work that relationship. After all the butterflies are gone, you'll have to now begin to do the work. Yeah, and, and, and I think it's important. Yeah, and I think what's, 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 what's more, I think the most important thing for me is for, you know, once you're in a relationship, once the butterflies are gone, it doesn't matter how you met, you need to be sure, you need to know what your deal breakers are and you need to know 100%. what you're going to do if it ever happens. You know, I, I think a lot of people find themselves in situations where they're now trying to figure out, do I leave or do I stay? What's going on? But if you, know, right. if, you, if you know at the beginning of the relationship and you make it clear that if this happens, I will do A or I will do B or I will do C, then when it, if, it, if it, you know, God forbid it happens, but if it does happen, then you'll know how to, you'll know how to respond. That's, how to deal if, with uh, yeah, it. Yeah, if I was to give advice about relationships, that would be my, my, my best advice. Um, you know, you must know what you will compromise and you must know what you won't compromise. But we're still taking your 100%. calls. Yeah, we're still taking your calls on 86 And we're still, um, you know, taking SMSs on 36959. On, on, on Twitter, the hashtag is Sidebar Cindy and the other hashtag is Kaya FM Talk. And I'm in studio. Well, Mr. Cesar Matebula is online and he's a marriage and life coach and runs an organization called Marriage Excellence. And we're still talking about, um, you know, did you meet your, your love in an awkward space and if you did you know how did that happen and how is it panning out but I love the fact that some people have got the remixed stories which they tell the public you know they don't tell That's they right. don't tell everyone everything I mean my husband and I met in a very special way so I have a I have a summary story that I share with people but the story Are you embarrassed story, about it? Oh no no it's a very special it's a very special story it involves God okay. and church so I don't feel that it's it's for everybody to know if I, and I feel that it's best told with the both of us in the same room so if okay. he's there and I'm there I tell the full story and he tells his his part but if he's not there or he's alone we tell the summarized version which is just we meet at church that's right. Yeah. So we have a caller. Umpumi is calling us and she's on the road. Umpumi, welcome to Sidebar Cindy. Hi. Thank you. Thank you for taking my call. Hi, Cindy. How are you? Good. Thank you. I'm great. Thank you. Well, I have a lovely story. Uh, I met my husband uh, at the Vic Falls uh, Festival on my birthday, 29 December 2017. Mm-hmm. And it was jam-packed. People coming from all walks of life. And, you know, I'd been struggling in relationships, and I met this person. Uh, I, I can attest to what uh, the, the, your, your guest is saying about uh, partners and meeting your soulmate. Yeah. And that it, it just doesn't happen out of the blue. You know, I've been struggling, like I said, to meet someone, and I met this guy at the festival out of nowhere where I had just given up on relationships. And he's abroad. Uh, he's based in the UK. Yeah. So when I met him, I thought, wow. This guy is probably going to be 
looking for a good time. I'm never going to see him again. Yeah. But lo and behold, long story short, we got married two months ago. Oh. And it's a distance relationship, but it does not feel like a distance relationship. I have met the one that my heart cannot live without. And it's, it's, it's amazing. And I you, don't and, feel lonely at all. And imagine if you hadn't gone to the, to the festival. Absolutely. Guess what? I didn't even have enough money to just survive or do whatever I want, you know, to, to, to have that much fun. Because I, I thought it's my birthday, 29 December. I've just gotten out of a relationship like months before. And I thought, you know, I'm now going to date my, my book. Yeah. No more dating. So I'm there to just have fun and let my head down. When I least expected it, there he was. I mean, we traveled miles. He was from Britain. He's from Britain. He's born bred. He stays over there. And he traveled miles to meet me at the Vic Sports Festival. And I had to leave South Africa to go meet him there. Oh, I love such stories. They they give me goosebumps. It's absolutely great. I just had to share. Well, I'm very happy for you. And thank you so much for sharing that with us. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for a wonderful show. Thank you. So coming back to Mr. Matebula, I love such stories, Mr. Matebula. I love it. You know, where something, you know, you find yourself doing something that you didn't think you'd do, like, you know, going to shops at some random hour or, you know, like like Umpumi went to Victoria Falls, even though she didn't have enough money for it. And then she got there and she met the love of her life. I believe in divine appointment, eh? Mm. I really do. Uh, Some things you can't put a formula and it's like, I want to say, God knows when you're ready. He knows when it's your time to meet your husband or your spouse. And I mean, sure, man, it's just wonderful. Can you imagine how far they've traveled? And there it is, you know, it is, it, it's possible. It happens all the time, you know, yeah. for some, it's orchestrated by many other reasons, but it, it, then it explodes, you know, after a few months or years. But for some, it, it is a truly divinely orchestrated move. And I believe that uh, God does that all the time because right. he hears our prayers in our hearts. He knows the, cra- the prayers in your heart. Beyond what you pray when you are just vo- vocalizing whatever, God is able to hear your heart and is able to sort things out for you. Well, thank you so much for being on the show with us. Where can we yeah. find you online? Well, uh, com, um, and my number is obviously uh, 072-139-4918. Um, otherwise, I think even being on the show is by divine appointment because I did not uh, know that I was going to be on the show, but God knew. So he is in control. He, he, we will meet when we need to meet, yes. and at the right time, what he needs done will be done. Thank you so much, Mr. Matebula. And we'll make sure we share your details um, on, on social media. Awesome. Thank you so much. Well, my, my closing thoughts is a beautiful quote. The beauty of love is that you can fall into it with the most unexpected person at the most unexpected time. And that's a beautiful quote from Ritu Gature. Um, I met my husband unexpectedly at the most unexpected time. But as I said, that's a story that we share when the both of us are in the same room. And it's a very beautiful story. We've been together for 15 years and we're still going strong. I'll be back tomorrow evening at 7 p.m. on KFM 95.9 for Sidebar Cindy. Thank you for listening. Rewinding, Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.